introduction. It can be either one of us. <laughs> it's episode three of My Parents' Basement, and I'm very confused as to what we just watched. <laughs> this is very exciting because we just finished watching a movie, um, and one that John has never seen before, which is shocking. Um, do you want to introduce it or do you want me to? Do I want to introduce the movie? Is that what you're yes. asking? Yeah. Mo- oh, well, straight. Are we supposed to introduce ourselves? <clears throat> Sorry. This is my parents' basement. I'm Lisa. And I'm John, who's still very, very confused by everything that's going on right now. I don't... I'm, I'm concerned. Blah, 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 blah. All right. Anyways. The movie that... We, so, part of this whole podcast was, what are movies that you, Lisa, have watched that I haven't? And what are some movies that I, John, have watched that you haven't so, watched? Tonight just, was a movie that you those, watched wait. that I did not watch. Should we re-remind people what this podcast is about, or are you just going to stop? Movies from our childhood. Ish. Oh, I summed it up so easily. Look I at that. I you so much. So much. Okay, anyway. The movie we watched was Empire Records. Yes. Which Lisa here has been telling me about for the better part of, let's say, a decade to just make Maybe it easier. Maybe quiet your voice down, because our children are sleeping. They're behind, <laughs> they're behind a closed door. <laughs> for the better part of a decade going... This movie's amazing. We need to watch this. Uh, and you and all your siblings all about like Rex okay, well, Manning before Day you start judging, blah, 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 blah. because obviously you are wrong, I'm going to read what the movie is about. <laughs> Joyful. Go for it. So Empire Records, uh, released in 1995, is the, according to our ever-famous IMB, IMDB.com, 24 hours in the lives of the young employees at Empire Records when they all grow up and become young adults thanks to each other and the manager. They all face the store, joining a chain store with strict rules. Was... <laughs> <laughs> Is that your reaction? 24 hours? Wait a second. It was one day. There was one... Fine, it was one day, but whatever. And it's open till midnight. I mean, it doesn't open at midnight, but I mean, it opened early. Yes, but it also starts speaking, the night before yes. it closing, so that's why it's twenty four hours. Okay, fair enough. All right. I'm laughing more at the fact that it says and watch as they grow into young adults in one day. I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm old now, okay? I can say these things. I know. John's birthday is tomorrow, so he is in very approximately old. an hour and fifty three minutes. Forty three minutes. I can't do math. Shit. Math is hard. Math is very hard. Anyways. So go. You've never seen I've seen this movie multiple Listen, times. So here's here's the thing. You've seen this movie multiple times, and your big thing was we need to watch this movie. And for I twelve read, years, I read something very brief <laughs> like this, like literally what it says on um, on Amazon here. Amazon Prime is a comedy about an eventful day in the lives of the young slackers, doers, and dreamers who work at a bustling record store. So I'm like, word. What did you think okay. this was about before you ever did it match? Empire Records to me. I believed it was about a record store. I knew that much. I wasn't expecting some sort of like Oscar winning sort of thing or anything like that, okay? However, it just never crossed my mind as something like, yeah, I want to sit down and watch this. Let's do it. But this podcast gave us the platform to do such a thing. So what you're saying is it took us starting a podcast for you to actually watch this movie that I've been talking to you about for 12 years. That summarizes it. Yeah, pretty much. You're the worst. (laughs) I think I made the comment during the movie while we were watching this. Because I'm thinking about what? To lean closer. I don't think the microphone can hear me. You see those? That hears me. Talk, 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 talk. talk. So (laughs) 
Obviously, I didn't hang out in record stores. Obviously, I didn't hide out. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna let our audience on to the fact that you weren't cool. I was. Listen, <laughs> I was like classical, quote cool. unquote, audience. Cla- Hi, Mom. I was jazz cool. <laughs> That's what the cool I was. I was jazz cool. Okay. Jazz cool. Jazz cool. All right. L- listen. No, I don't relate to anything in this one. What? Keep going. Yeah, whatever. Um, I'm trying to think of any there any like independent music stores that were around me when I was growing up, and I can't think of any. That's the thing. Um, <laughs> no, this is it's not the movie kind of movie that I would have watched in my house growing up. It just wasn't anything that, as the oldest of four, it wasn't something that ever came across my. Uh, I had a word and then I just lost it. It's nothing that ever came across my queue to like of movies to watch. So therefore, my brothers didn't watch it. As far as I'm aware, I don't know. It's just not something we watched. Okay, well now that you've seen it, because I've seen this movie a lot. I had older siblings, so as we know, I was the youngest of three. I was gonna say you have not had. There's, what? There's you said I had I have, older have. siblings. <laughs> They're still Sorry. here. I have older siblings, yeah. so I was introduced to this at a probably younger age than some of the traditional people who who, who were. But mm. I, when it came out, mm-hmm. but so so I've seen this movie f- multiple times for a very long time, and yes, I quote it frequently. Yep. I want to get your feedback because obviously I'm a fan. My feedback. So <laughs> get ready for it. <laughs> I saw your face during it, so... <laughs> it's just so interesting to see a movie that just jumps right into it. There's no, like, lead-up into anything. It's just, boom, here it is. It's a record store. Here are the employees. It's a day at the job. Well, except for the fact that they introduce it by one of the employees being like, I'm in charge of the store. All right, this is awesome. Lucas, right. don't just say one of the employees. Oh, I'm Lucas sorry. Lucas, Lucas was excuse, amazing. Excuse me. Lucas. <sighs> Some he rides a motorcycle. Lines. Well, he has the best lines in the movie. Shut up. He has the best lines Not in the movie. Not the best lines. Some of the best lines. No, 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 no. Shock me, shock me, shock me. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention, apparently. What? I quit you. Go. Perfect. Keep going talking. Good. Anyways. <laughs> you start the movie off with the, the guy you trust to, like, run the store at night until midnight. Count this money twice and stay away from my cigars. Which, by the way, they only ever touch that one time. You never see him like actually smoking a cigar. Of course, Joe. you only pick up on the cigars. That's what I do. <laughs> and what does he do? He takes nine grand and some change to Atlantic City. Hits a number once. That's what you're supposed to do. You double it up and you leave, right? No way. Let it ride and then pff, it's all gone. And that's the start of the movie. I know it's the start like, of the movie. You're like... What is going on? I don't understand. <laughs> and I guess maybe because movie... I don't know if it's movies today or if it's just movies I've watched have done and like overly explained what it is the plot is, like leading into the actual plot, like the movie, like the intro, I mean. And this one just kind of drops you into it and it goes, here it is, which is not a problem. <laughs> I'm not saying that's an issue. I'm just saying that's what it does to you. It just goes, here you go. Have fun with this. Essentially. Yeah, okay. I'm just pulling it out. Um, not the way I would have figured the movie started based on what you like. You guys all talk about. You're like a Rex Manning day. 
the record store, and the first scene is I'm in Atlantic City losing. He doubled up on that, so that would be eighteen thousand. Right, he lost there. He started with nine. Right, but he hit a number. He counted it twice. He counted it twice. Nine thousand one hundred four. Yeah, nine thousand one hundred four. Because there was no uh, change on the table there. Because he counted it twice. Yeah. Because he counted it twice. See, he he listened to his manager. He he got he counted it twice. You and still haven't answered the question about what is your question? What were your feelings? You just keep quoting Atlantic City. I can obviously tell all you want to do is go back to Atlantic City and gamble. Not but we're really. talking about the movie. <laughs> I was okay. talking about the Keep movie, going. you punk. You long-winded old man stories. Basically, yes. I have every right to do said thing. Anyways, the point is, is that I guess I w- I'm used to a lot of like lead-in into like the main plot and stuff like that. So to be dropped straight into it was kind of like, oh, okay. What do you mean? Like what lead-in? Like No, no, no. Usually like there's, like you usually get like some sort of like, background thing or something like that and it explains like i don't know if it's a modern thing or if it's just like movies we've watched have had this in recent times where there's just an overly complicated explanation you know like you expect like some sort of like voiceover of this is empire records this is the store and this is the problem and this is all that but instead it's given to you in the plot itself it almost sounds like you want cliff notes for a movie i don't want cliff notes no (laughs) no you are misunderstanding me i'm listening i don't want the cliff notes what I'm saying is, is that that's what intros tend to be these days. Well, was that a bad thing though? That it didn't no, have that. No, that's what oh. I. That's what I'm trying to tell to you. I, is that is trying not to a, tell to me? Trying to tell to you. I don't think that's proper English. I don't care. Okay, keep going. The point is, <laughs> is that instead of like giving you this, like intro, that's like, this is the store. This is the problem with the store and all this, and then diving into things, they give it to you organically, where it's like. You understand based on that like generic description that it's about the employees of a record store. But then they feed it to you via the dialogue that, oh, it's not just about the record store itself. It's about how there's a corporate buyout potentially happening. They could have paid it off. Oops, fuck, you know, screwed it up. Yep, there you go. But instead of giving it to you in some sort of voiceover, it's given organic via, like, actual, like, character-to-character dialogue, which is a nice change of pace via just a broad voiceover instead telling you how everything is and then throwing you into everything. So it was nice to kind of organically move into it. That I prefer because it feels more natural instead of, you know, like, the numerous, like, comedy YouTube videos we watch where we go, oh, look, voiceover, Mm. or something like that. But this was more like... So you're happy that they didn't have the explanation of the Death Star kind of thing. There you go. That's a <laughs> perfect, yes. There was not some was scrolling no dialogue going, mm-hmm. Empire Records is a mm-hmm. record store. Mm-hmm. Oh no, corporate takeover. Oh. <laughs> Instead, it was... Darth Music Town. Darth Music Town. There we go. And there's a new username for anyone out there who wants that for aol instant messenger or something like that if you AOL, still use that aol instant messenger wow we really are taking it back We're talking about the 90s right that was a thing in the 90s well yes i mean i had aim as we called it yeah now why so explain your background with this then because you like you pointed out you've been talking to me about this for again what feels like a decade now yeah explain 
how you were introduced to this, why you're introduced to this, and why it's such a big well, deal to you. I mean, I was definitely introduced to it because I have a sister who's six years older than me. As she pointed so, out a couple days ago, yes. Right. So around the time this came out, or maybe a little after, I don't even know, was about the prime time that my sister would have watched this movie, and then I was wanting to hang out with my sister. So I've seen this movie probably younger than I probably should have. But I have seen this movie for ye- decades now. Well, let's do the age math. So it was released in 95. I'm not doing math, so. I, in 95, <laughs> I was nine, eight or nine. So right. you were like six, maybe seven. Right. So, right. so I don't what think you, I saw no, no. when I was six. So what, definitely when because you, when this movie came out, I was reading the, <clears> the, the background of it. It was not, it was a flop. It was 100% a flop and it later became a cult classic, which is the same with, I think, a lot of the movies. From, from the 90s? basically well, i don't know like from the well, 90s no, but in general like there are some movies now like cult classics it's like when i talk about veronica mars veronica mars became a cult classic later on mm-hmm. like those kinds of things um sure. or my so-called life you know it had that one season mm-hmm. you never saw that right uh no i don't think so no we we'll have to watch that at some point mm-hmm. but you know that had only one season and it, i don't know if it, i don't think it did very well or maybe something or it just didn't have its best ratings but it became a cult classic studios involved who the hell knows yeah. yeah so it became a cult classic later so i don't remember when how old i was i don't think i was 6 the first time i've seen it i think I, that would have been too young i was just stating like when it came, but, when it came out that's your age probably right. yeah but i probably saw it when i was like 8 or 9 maybe or maybe even 10 um but I definitely saw it because I have an older older siblings, and I yep. do remember talking about this movie at school and people not knowing what it was. <laughs> Shocking. Because, but now, but now I feel like a lot of my friends, people like have seen it. You know, mm-hmm. like it just took some time, or maybe that's because I was friends. With a lot of people who had older siblings. It could be. Yeah. Because uh, I remember when I first moved up here and started like interacting with you and your family, and. It's really just the three of you. It's not really anybody else within your family that like talks about this. It's you, your sister, and your brother would occasionally be like, Rex Manning Day, and I'd sit there and like, huh? <laughs> like, what and is now that? you know. And you would, well, no, but the thing was at the time, you would go, it's from Empire Records, and I was like, yeah, yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, no, I don't And as a comedy, yes, very funny. It is a comedy. It is supposed to be funny. It is funny. Okay. Absolutely. I'm I can sensing a but. I can see why it was a quote unquote box office flop. A lot of things are box office flops. Right. But the cult classic thing, because all it, all it takes is a word of mouth and people to say, look, this is a funny movie. It's a good movie. It doesn't need to be Oscar worthy to be, you know, an amazing movie. Do you find it interesting that it's like things become cult classics? Like this became a cult classic in mm-hmm. the 90s when we didn't stream things and we didn't like do any of that. Mm-hmm. So it's like it became a cult classic. How? Like people like randomly saw Word the... Word of mouth. No, no, no. But I'm saying like you couldn't just easily be like, oh, let me check this movie out on Amazon Prime or whatever. People had to physically go to Blockbuster and rent this yeah. or like buy it. But that's <laughs> what I'm saying though. So like... Like, nowadays, like, had you not known about this, maybe it's something we would have come across on one of the streaming services, but considering it had to be something we had to purchase or rent, probably not, because all the stuff they show you on the front page is all the stuff that comes with the subscription. Um, so when I say word of mouth, I mean, 
like you just said, like you went when you went to school and you were like, oh, you know, Empire Records people also had the same reaction as me of like, okay, what? Huh? What are you talking about? <laughs> Word of mouth. So you tell them, check this movie out. So like you said, they then have to go to some sort of video rental store at the time. I don't say some video it. rental store. Everyone went to Blockbuster. Fine. What other video is whatever. What else was there? I'm sure there were other ones. I just don't remember them off the top of my head because they've been gone for a really long time now. There was definitely another one that wasn't just Blockbuster, I remember. I just don't remember the name of it. Yeah, I, I think you're making that up. Blockbuster? That was a... Do you remember that? Did you no. ever see that? That was on, that was on the Amanda Show. You never, the did you Amanda ever watch Show. the Amanda Show? As in Amanda Bynes. Yes. I've seen bits and pieces. Yes, one of the skits. I think it was either... No, it wasn't all that. It was It was definitely the Amanda Show where she did Blockbuster. No, that was something different, yeah. It was definitely that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. No, no. I know, what you're ta- I know the show you're talking about. I don't remember it that might have specific been all that. instance. It's that bit started on all that. Oh my gosh, I, think I wonder if we can find turned, all that. That would be you cool. You can probably find all that. We should that. definitely Please, be watching that. Anyway, sake, keep, let's keep going. I want to hear opinions on <clears throat> the movie. We're getting, we're sidetracking. Okay. I pointed out to you before we started recording that it. I find it interesting because nowadays, if you you think of the name like Renee Zellweger, you think like oh, like a lister, like first yeah, name right. on the credits. I know. Before we watched this, you were like. Wait a minute, Liv Tyler's in this? Like you That's didn't my even point know. though. Yeah, well no, I didn't because you know, you mentioned it multiple times. I didn't bother to like look it up and be like, who's in the cast? Whatever. In Ethan Embry, that's the other one you always mention. You're like, Ethan Embry's in this. Right. And I'm like, Yay. Well, and I mostly know him from Ken Hardly Wait, which we also need to watch. Fair enough. But like Love that movie. Having <laughs> so like Renee Zellweger's been in a bunch of stuff now, so it's interesting to see her name kind of buried on the cast list, and especially in the credits. Because like, typically when you see a movie and the credits start at the beginning or end, whatever, it's always like the top tier well, names like, you see. It's like before we mentioned that when we first started watching this, I was like, oh, we should also rewatch Scream. Like Drew Barrymore is an eight, like the top cast. She's even on the, yeah. on, the, on the cover. I remember in Blockbuster. She's on the cover. She was on the cover. And she dies. She Spoiler lasts. alert. She dies in the first like... Five minutes of the movie. <laughs> and there goes episode four of My Parents' Basement. You just spoiled that, so... I'm sorry. At this point, if you didn't out. know Drew Barrymore died in the first five minutes of Scream, where have you been? That's fair <laughs> They're making another one of those. I Anyways. love those that franchise. Don't even. Anyways. We'll watch that. Anyway, keep going. getting off topic here. <laughs> point is, is that it's, it's just interesting to see... So... Like, from the names they listed as the movie went on, I didn't recognize any of them. And even in the brief, like, forays on the Wikipedia I went on, I'm like, nope, no idea, like, who any of these people are. Which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just pointing out. So you've got Liv Tyler, who, like, Armageddon, Lord of the Rings movies. She's Liv Tyler. She's Liv Tyler. (laughs) But to see her name, like, buried on the list is like, oh. So I guess this is, like, before she was, like, a big name. It's before Renee Zellweger was... Was it before she was? Yeah, I think this is probably probably, probably their first, first. I would imagine movies. it would be one it, of the first. It's one of those things where you think about it and think. So if this if this movie had been filmed now, you probably wouldn't have them. No, but you'd have people who, in twenty years from now, that's my point. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. So like, looking at the castles. But <laughs> but that's my thing about the castles, right? You like look at the names and you go, okay, I recognize like one, two, maybe three. And then, like, even if you look up other names on there, you're like, no, I had no idea that person was in that, that person was in that, et cetera, et cetera. But maybe that's also more of a 
more of a point that so 1995 let's see so 1995 was 10 20 26 years ago like that's crazy to think about like i don't know it just it's one of those things that it feels like some of the stuff wasn't that long ago and then you realize like you do the date math and you're like 26 years holy crap yeah we're old yes we are (laughs) no offense to anyone who's older than that oops um we're all old after 20 21 i just (laughs) (laughs) random thoughts i have about the movie i love the fact that it takes the manager joe about let's say three-fourths of the runtime before he finally clocks lucas (laughs) <laughs> like if i was the manager and one of my employees had just like lost nine thousand atlantic city after i after i'd asked like what game did you freaking lose it on yeah i'd probably have the same reaction of i'm tired of your crap and then just like he just clock well you don't see it but he like right he clocks him oh yeah i deserve that like, no freaking kidding <laughs> um Somehow, like, I can't name other Ethan Embry movies off the top of my head besides what you... T- you don't Can have to look wait. it up. But, like, somehow I feel like he plays that same kind of, like, doofus character in almost every movie he's in. Mm, I mean, I I will say he does play, like, kind of a... Like, I don't know. I think he he plays kind of a different character when you see him. He's, like, kind of a heartthrob in some of them, too. Oh. Not in this one. No. No. I'm trying... <laughs> I don't remember the character's name, but he shows up, and he's he's the guitar player. Like, he's got the guitar, and he shows up, and he plays guitar at the end, and he's the one that, like, um, Deb basically tells to leave him alone. Like, there's no character development for that guy whatsoever. He just kind of shows up. I assume he works there, I guess. <laughs> yes. And then he just plays guitar while Renee Selwiger sings at the end. You're like, that guy's in it. Okay. Like, everyone else kind of gets a little bit of character development to, like, the point where, like, you understand that, like, Ethan Embry's character is kind of, like, a doofus sort of character who's just carefree and just wants to have fun. Right, but remember at the beginning he was saying, like, today's my day, and so he was the reason that they were able to do all that at the end. Who, Ethan Embry's character? Yes, because he went on the, he, he took initiative and went on the news and was like, save I'm the not, empire. I'm not criticizing oh. him. No, what I'm saying is, is, like, they give, like, there's background to him. You do, you find the the background of Deb to an extent. Mm-hmm. AJ's the art school kid. Liv Tyler is Corey is the the Harvard kid. Gina's the um. I'm trying to think of a good Renee adjective. Sil- for, yeah, yeah. There you go. Renee Zellweger's character. But you don't get any like I can't even remember the character's name. You can't get you. There's no background for the guitar player. He just shows up and he punches in. And he's like, "What's up? I'm here." And, like, he's just kind of a character there. And then you have the stoner pizza guy. Eddie. Eddie, who I don't think is even, like, an employee of the record store. He's just kind of there. No, he came in and said, hi, I'm sorry I'm late, and, like, punched in. He looks like he, like, Oh, he did. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think... Just a Molly crew. I like how how they introduced the characters. Because it didn't feel Mm -hmm. forced. It was very much like we... It's organic. We met Lucas and, and, um... And we met that met Lucas in the beginning and kind of went through his and then we saw Corey mm-hmm. and like it kind of just kind of like added to it but it didn't feel like it was very forced like or having to read things like Star Wars. <laughs> Did you find it kind of funny? Maybe this was just my observation. So a little bit at the beginning and at the end, 
Lucas has these lines that break the fourth wall to an extent, where he's like, like I remember the end more obviously because we just watched it, right. where he's like, and you know everything's perfect. Well, almost not everything. entirely, perfect. not entirely perfect. And he's talking to the audience, and you get that sense like because he does that, that's something that should have happened throughout the whole rest of the movie. Like he sort of takes that narrator kind of like role. But it's not a role at all in the entire movie. Like, it's just kind of randomly inserted at the end there. Like, just breaking the fourth wall. It's not meant to be some, like, theme throughout the entire thing. It's just kind of a random one, which is not a bad thing. It's just kind of funny because there's a lot of... Tropes is not the word I want. There's a, a lot of instances of that in movies where you have, like, a narrator who, like, either talks to you as the audience or just kind of directs everything in general... And it's just kind of funny at the beginning and the end of was kind of him kind of dictating what was going on to an extent. Right. But otherwise it was all, it was all very like, it flowed kind of naturally. Like if you had like a record store like that or a music store in your town, city or whatever, there probably were tons of personalities like that that worked there slash were frequent like customers there and that sort of thing. I made like, I made the joke about how comic book shops weren't like that like the ones that i frequented but there were still like personalities like that it just wasn't we'll have to find a movie about a comic book shop just for you i'm sure there's plenty out there (laughs) there just wasn't random dancing in the in the aisles essentially (laughs) i still haven't heard if you like this or not i lean more towards like than dislike that's not a real answer it is a real answer i gave you an answer you lean more towards like than dislike. Okay. I don't get the hype. What do you mean you don't get the hype? I How don't get like... why. Because you hyped this up for, again, the better part of a decade. And while it is funny and it has, like, its moments, I wasn't, like, blown away or anything like that. I wasn't like, my God, I can see why this is a cult classic. It's amazing. You know? But it wasn't a bad movie. Okay. It sounds like, like a cop out, by the way. It's not a cop out. You asked me for an honest answer. <laughs> I'm giving you like an honest answer. answer. My honest answer is it's funny, but I probably wouldn't watch it again. Really? No. All right. I just because I don't relate to any of the characters. Oh, like, okay. I so think that's what's important. To I you? think it's funny, but I don't. Okay, Adventureland, for example. Okay. You've you're mum on Adventureland. You're right. not huge into that, right? Meanwhile, I could probably watch it over and over again because I worked in that kind of background, like working at at an amusement park or a theme park or whatever. So I can relate to that. I didn't hang out in record stores. I didn't. I never worked in one either. So it's hard to kind of relate to the characters. And while I laughed at it, like I think it was worth a watch once, but I don't know if I would watch it again. So are you saying the only way you would truly want to rewatch a movie over and over again is if you could relate to a character? Sort of, but not entirely, no. Well, what, I'm, what I'm saying is in this particular case, that's my justification for why I would probably not watch it again. Okay. Well, you don't seem satisfied well, with no, that Well, no, because answer. my response to that would have been... Well, so then who are you in Die Hard? John McClane. Oh, you're John McClane. Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. I mean, let's be honest there. Did you squish the rug with your toes? That's what you're supposed (laughs) to do if you get on the plane, Lisa. No, after you get off the plane. You have to give a little bit of a 
Jeez. Probably don't even know what the name of the tower is. <sighs> it's Nakatomi Tower. Ha! Oh. Suck it, nerd. Lucky guess. Lucky yeah, guess. lucky guess. I pulled Nakatomi out of my ass. Please. Anyways. Ew, that would be painful. Yes, it would. My point is, is that you're like offended by this fact that I don't find this like amazing and I'd want to watch it over and over again. I I think this movie's great. I always, it's like a Uh nice movie to... For me to go and watch it again. I found it funny. I haven't seen it in a long time. So uh-huh. I still laughed at it. And thought it was great. All the like. The little things you know. And and you get happy when Corey and. Spoiler. Cole, you guys should have wow. seen this movie. Corey and AJ end up together. Like it's just. It's a nice movie. I like it. And honestly. Deb is hilarious. See, here's <laughs> and the, Lucas. Oh my gosh. See here's the thing. You you're taking me. And Warren. You're taking you know, Warren Beatty. Get it right. You're taking me. My name is Warren. You're taking me saying <laughs> that I'm not the biggest fan of this movie as me saying, "Oh, it's a crap movie." It's not a crap movie. Okay. It's funny. I've said this multiple times. The problem is, is you're looking for this answer of, like, the same level as you, or like, "Oh, it's an amazing movie. I'm gonna go and watch it again because it's funny and I can, like." always like get a laugh out of it it is a funny movie however my point is is that for all the hype that you and to an extent your siblings Mm -hmm. do gave to it i just was like oh okay like again if you weren't if you weren't in my life i probably wouldn't have watched this more than likely it probably wouldn't have come up on my radar at all and in fact, that's probably how most people at school you went with felt too. When you brought it up, and they were like, "Never heard of that movie," and you were like, "Oh, how have you not heard of this movie?" I didn't say it that way. That's how it kind of sounded when you said it. You something in your teeth. I yep, that's <laughs> probably right. I do. It's just, it's weird because it kind of feels like you want me to say it's an amazing movie. It's fine. You can have your own opinion. It could be uh, wrong, but... See? And there it is. That's what it is. Like, you don't agree with the opinion because you think it's a really great movie. I think it's... I mean, yes, it's not an Oscar-winning movie, as you called it, but Look. I think it's a fun movie to rewatch, and it's... You know, I have a good time watching it again. Which is fine. I'm not saying the, a movie needs to be Oscar-winning to be good. Please. Please. True. Read any of the list of, like, Oscar-nominated movies... And tell me how many of them you've probably seen that were, like, entertaining. You know what I mean? Like, um, what I'm saying is, is that while I found the movie funny, and while I could definitely see, like, a rewatch of it in the future, it's not something that I would sit down on, like, a random weeknight and be like, you know what, I really feel like watching this. It's probably more of one of those movies that I would sit there and be like, like, you and I are sitting here now and go... What do we want to watch? Well, we've kind of watched everything on YouTube. Eh, we don't. There's no like show we're into right now. All right, let's find a random movie. And then that's where you comb through like the Amazon like thing where like things you've purchased and you go this meh meh. All right, yeah, we can watch this. We need something, especially if it's been like a rough work week or something like that. You need something to laugh at, not something that's like super right. serious or anything like that. In that case, sure, I could see that as an example. My, but my conclusion is, is that after all this buildup of, we must watch this, 
I was like, it's funny, but you guys overhyped it. <laughs> so if we had not hyped it up, you maybe you would have had a different feeling about it? No, probably not, no. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> what? Whatever. All right, so... You wanted my honest opinion. Well, your honest opinion is wrong. Um, wow. Okay. Are you going to do the sound effects? I just did. I think this is a phenomenal movie, and I think our listeners are just going to stop listening to us anymore because you have bad taste in movies. Wow. <laughs> just be blunt. Yep, go I ahead. Let blunt. it all Well, out. I think this is the first movie we watched um, on our podcast that only one of us has seen. Uh, right, we, we did Mighty Ducks and then 10 Things I Hate About You. Which I still have to release, but yes. You haven't released that one yet? Okay, well, episode two. Yeah, episode um, two, but yes. And then... And so... Uh, the, there's two movies we watched. Be, no, there's one that you didn't watch. But we haven't recorded it yet. We didn't record yeah, that yeah, one, yeah. no. So but we're not on that right now. No, we're not on that. Um, Th- this is a more... Um, immediate reaction since we literally i literally just watched it for the first time less than an hour ago well and i did i still i still john's first reaction when we when we stopped listening was what did i just watch <laughs> yeah i i feel like that's an well, honest so, okay. reaction all right so who was your favorite character well it's definitely lucas definitely i mean he's literally like even though he's a miscreant and he lost $9,000 oh for whatever reason he decided to go to Atlantic City, like, he still has some of the, like, wittiest lines in the entire, like, movie. Like, just the entire time. Can I get off the couch? I have to go. I have to, I have to go. I have to use the restroom. Can I go? And then just takes a pillow with him as he walks around. Did you leave oh, the you couch? didn't leave the couch. Not, Not entirely. Not the whole couch. <laughs> My God. Um... Yeah, I think it was definitely him. For some reason, because you guys always reference this movie and Rex Manning Day at the same time, I assumed that there was more to the movie for Rex Manning than what there actually was. Because <laughs> he's in it for maybe like a quarter of it. And, oh, maybe. Yeah. Was he the same character you thought he would be? Well, I assumed he was some sort of like musician. Or something like that. I didn't expect him to be like some washed up like has been or whatever. But um, <laughs> it's just interesting because every time you one of you, your brother or your sister have mentioned Empire Records, you mentioned Rex Manning Day. Well, because Rex Manning Day is April 8th. Okay, nerd. <laughs> like, Oh my gosh. So then why didn't we start this like it should have been recorded on April 8th then? Because we don't understand calendars or time, and I barely remember when our children were born. Let's be honest. I have so many words for you right now, so but many, I can't I say them for the sake the of best people's words. ears. Oh, no. Don't, <laughs> don't you start with that nonsense. Um, it's good for the laughs. Okay. This movie is good for the laughs. I know I frequently say things like, Oscar worthy and this kind of stuff. I don't mean to say like, well, if the movie's not Oscar worthy, it's garbage. Because nothing we've watched so far is Oscar nominated, like an Oscar nominated movie. That's not what makes a good movie. I'm just pointing out that they do it's things are done differently because that's not the intention. The intention, right. like 
these Oscar nominated movies, they're made to win Oscars. That's well, why they're and made. And I also think that's we I feel like we should look into like when we were children what won or not children, but what won Oscars for certain things because I don't I don't think I've I feel like I haven't seen Oscar movies in a long time. Not no, not a lot of them. Like, right? I don't e- I I mean to be honest, I don't even know what won this year. Soul won. Soul won. And, and I only uh, oh, know Oh, Nomadland. Nomadland was the one that, that won. Is. See, that's my thing, right? Like, it was... I looked up the synopsis, and it was basically like... Apparently, was, I don't know if it was based on a true story or not, but it's like like a no, like American nomads, basically, who, like, they don't have a geographical home. They just travel. Okay. They work when they work, and they, like, travel around. But, like, it was like... That's what that movie was. So, but yeah, there's a lot of Oscar-nominated movies that you're like, I don't think I would ever watch that in theaters. Hell, I don't know if I would watch that if it was streaming. <laughs> um, well, like, speaking of the 90s, like, Schindler's List. Schindler's List was, I oh, believe, won an Oscar. Though. No, I haven't seen that. You haven't seen that? No. Oh, wow. I definitely have seen that. I think because more dramatic movies are the ones that win. But they have things like Best Comedy and stuff. Yeah, but and what best I, animated like, and best, you know. Right, but I'm more referencing like the ones. Oh, that, overall picture. Right, because those are the ones that get like the. Did Titanic win? <laughs> Probably, but not for best actor. Poor Leo. Hey, he won for Revenant when he got mauled by a bear or something like that. Uh, that's a whole other story. Whoops. Well, all right, so let's backtrack it because we tend to go on tangents. No way, Jose. What was your? Who's your least favorite character? It's a tough one. And it's a tough one because in an hour and a half, slowly introducing characters, there isn't any like there's no it sounds like a cop out, but there's no one character that I'm like I hate that. They don't think they slowly introduce characters. Well yeah, I mean it's not like when you first get in the movie it's Lucas first, and then it's AJ and Mark, because they're at the store. Well, they're outside the store when when Lucas wakes up on his bike. Right. And then Joe, the manager, shows up. And slowly, like, they... When I say slowly, it's an hour and a half. So they, like, piecemeal, they bring in different characters. There isn't one single character that I'm like, I despise that character. This movie would have been so much better without that character. Mm. Um... Because even, like, the bad guys in movies, you, you need to a point. True, yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess, honestly, like, they didn't really need the Mitchell character. Like, I kind of understood at that point that, like, Music Town was the big corporation mm-hmm. coming in to try to take over. I don't think you really needed the Mitchell character there. Like, we kind of understood that somebody was already trying to take them over, so you didn't really need... Well, I think it just helped like with this visual. I think I just help with a sense of urgency. Maybe. But most of the care I'd say all the characters were enjoyable for their little quirks and and things like that. Yeah. Do we need to wrap this up? No, I, am uh, I boring you with my rhetoric? A little bit. A little bit, no. Oh, I mean, I love you. this movie. I know you don't love this movie. Um I also was there anything it five that million times anyway. Was there anything that shocked you about this movie? Being a first-timer and all. Um, did anything shock... Well, I already mentioned the whole current 
I guess you could call both Liv Tyler and Renee Zellweger your A-listers. I already mentioned that there, the names being like buried in the credits. Um, I mean, I guess the one shocking thing, I wouldn't call it shocking, but just kind of like, oh, I'm surpri- surprised they didn't do it was like, you feel like movies that are based on like, have some sort of like musical component to them. There's always some sort of like band that they bring in at some point. as kind of like a guest starring sort of like bit. So when they said there was going to be live music, part of me was like, oh, watch, there's going to be some sort of like oh, I see what you're saying. band at the end there. But really, it was more play to like how Renee Zellweger's character was like, I want to sing in a band, but I'm too scared to get up and do it. And she finally right. did it, which was better than bringing in like, it could, it could have been any band. But in this case, it was more important for that character development there. But I think that was the thing that kind of shocked me was it was all about a record store but the only like musical person was like the fictitious Rex Manning, right. who's not a real person. He is a real person. No. What? No. Say it's no not. More. It's at the end of the movie in the credits. It said, "This is fictitious. It's not real." <laughs> credits don't count. Yeah, whatever. But that's my my insight to that is I'd recommend it for a good laugh. Oh, I'm so disappointed. Sorry? <laughs> no, I mean, you're entitled to your own opinion. It's all fine. Well, sound more judgy, Judgy McJudgerson. I mean, I love this movie, so I'm so glad we got to watch it. I'm glad really? that you finally got to watch it. Maybe next time you can pick a movie that I've never seen. Well, we did want, we did already, but well, we haven't recorded that. I we'll mean, pick a different one. I don't one remember then. the movie. Uh, of course not. So next time we need to be better well, This about, whole doing it right after, I think, was better. Well, we've got to figure that out better. You know, kids go to bed at eight. And we're old. Yeah, that plays, <laughs> that plays into it, too. Any final thoughts? I think I already kind of gave it. I was, um, it's not available for streaming without right. purchasing anywhere right now, but, um, What'd you say? It was like four bucks to rent it through this. We bought it for ten, but it was like renting for four. Yep. My God, wake up! I know I'm tired. It's late. <laughs> Jesus. It's late, man. I'm real tired. <laughs> it's like, give me your final thoughts. I wasn't snoring, was I? No, not yet. But I stopped you before that was going to happen. No, if it's, it's worth the rental price. It's worth the purchase price because it's not like you're paying for a freaking Blu-ray like twenty-four bucks at a store. It's worth that, I think. Do people still buy blueberry? Blu-ray? <laughs> Sorry. God damn it. I fixed I'm it. I'm sure, yeah, yeah. I'm sure some people do. I just don't know any off the right? top of my head. Right? Like, I'm almost wondering, like, do people still buy DVDs? Somebody must. They're still in stores. Yeah. Start selling them for two bucks, Target. Let's go. I don't think we have any. I think they're all packed up. They are all packed up. All right, so... Yeah, that's our episode three. You loved it. You've watched it over and over again. I yeah. was, well, what, we'll call it mild on we it. we got to figure out what you recommend, because I think next time we should pick a movie that I haven't seen, but you've seen. I'll think of something. I'll come up with something that I hopefully will be entertaining. All right, and then when I judge you for it, it'll be fine. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> tit, tit for tat. There you go. Perfect. Sounds good. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for episode Three. Uh, three. Oh Thanks, my god, guys. it's time to sign off before somebody falls asleep. I'm old and tired. I'm still older. It's true, you're tired too. Goodbye. <laughs>